Will you pray with me? Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts together be acceptable in your sight through Christ Jesus, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. More news this week that shatters the peace and the goodwill. Worshippers gathered in New Zealand. Worshippers of part of the Abrahamic faith, but the part that we call Islam. Worshippers that would be demonized by some simply because of how they identify themselves. Many of them moved there from Pakistan. And their peace and their worship was disrupted by violence of the most despicable kind. Are we ready to say finally that there is no nation on earth who is our enemy, but it is hatred? Hatred in any form, whether it wears a hijab or a hood over its head. Hatred is the enemy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hatred is the enemy of God. Hatred of one another, which comes across in so many different ways. We are here today to sing the song of hope. <laughs> Imagine that. You look across a, a world where the, the most conniving, manipulative, aggressive, grasping people are gaining in riches all the time. And the guys who put in the long hours and work the overtime and work two jobs to support their families slip further and further behind. And we are to say, where's the hope in that? Where's the hope when the evil seems to prosper, when hatred seems rampant, when peace is so hard to find? Where is the hope? And I want to make the bold and the audacious claim that today hope is in this building right here, in what we are doing right here, that we continue to gather for worship, no matter what is happening around us. Because for the people of God, our hope is not fixed in the circumstances of our earthly life. Our hope is fixed in heaven. We have an eye to the eternal, and we must always have our eyes on the eternal. And I am not talking about some kind of escapism that sings its syrupy little song about by and by there'll be pie in the sky or anything like that. But I am talking about true hope, which is a gift from God to the church and wells up from within us and is not determined by the circumstances around us. Those who have their hope fixed on the things of this world are doomed because the things of this world will perish and their hopes perish with them. I meet lots and lots of optimistic people. Just have a better attitude, believe, Positive thinking, it's gonna get better, it's gonna get better, it's gonna get better. But sooner or later, optimism which looks for a better life in this world will find itself becoming exhausted. 
one of the prisoners in the Hanoi Hilton in Vietnam, Colonel Stockdale, they, he developed an idea that they call the Stockdale Paradox. As prisoners came in to the prison in Hanoi, fresh POWs would say, we're going to be rescued by Christmas. Well, we'll certainly be rescued by Easter. Well, we'll we're going to be rescued by the end of summer. And they kept being as optimistic and optimistic as they could. But over time, as they were disappointed with each passing calendar day, their optimism bled out. Are you with me now? Because hope is not optimism, not the hope of which I speak, not the hope of which the psalmist sings. To say that I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living is to say that I believe I will see a whole people growing up right in the midst of the terror around us who choose forgiveness rather than revenge, who choose mercy rather than selfishness who choose the way of the gospel of love rather than hatred. I see them all around me and know they are not piling up earthly riches and they often have no privilege at all in this world, but there is something inside of them that is relentlessly, fiercely clinging to the hope of God. They have an eye in eternity. They believe that there is a moral justness to creation. And at the end of all, God will sort out that justice. It's a fierce, tenacious belief that at the end of time when the dragnet is pulled up, there are angels who know the difference between good fish and bad fish, who know the difference between weeds and grain, who know the difference between the right and the wrong, between sheep and goats. And as long as those angels exist, as long as God's justice exists, then I don't have to worry about pulling up the weeds all around me. Let there be weeds around me. I live in the hope of Christ, not in the hope of the things of this world. I live in the hope of Christ. And the song of hope is not a quiet song of a head laid gently on a pillow. It's a battle cry. Our weapons are faith and salvation. The shields and the helmet upon our brow. Our weapon is the gospel of the Lord and the sword of truth. Our weapons, our armament are the shoes of the gospel of peace. Love and joy and peace and patience and gentleness and long-suffering and kindness. These are the tools of our battle. And hope is that gift of God to the church that wells up within us, which we never let go, which we carry forth into the world. Hope is the work of the church. This psalm today is bookended beautifully by a cry that the Lord is our light and our salvation. And the ringing rhetorical question, whom shall I fear? And at the end, I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I look out on a gathered church here to worship and I know that I am seeing the goodness of the Lord in each of us. And in the middle, in the middle of these two bookends, 
between, sandwiched between the descriptions of all that is going on in the world and all the adversaries and enemies of everything we represent is this one phrase, one thing I asked of the Lord, and that I will seek after, that I may live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. When this world and its news gets you down, run for this place. Run here as fast as you can. How many times in my life, how many times in my life, following shattering news on the television, disappointment after disappointment, have I come and found my life again as I worshiped in the assembly with the people of God? How many times? Hmm. Even in Africa, where upon landing I found out that my father had passed away. While I was airborne, and I didn't know what to do. And for two days, I just poured my tears into the African soil. And then on Sunday morning, I walked into the sanctuary. And in bright colors and with loud music, they were singing and dancing and praising. And, and I knew that I was home. I knew it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's happening around us because our hope is fixed in the vision of the eternal. And our hearts and souls belong to God. And today, we're going to give this gift to Luna. The gift of a glimpse of eternity that will grow and grow and grow as she grows. May her eyes, may our eyes, be always fixed on heaven. May our hands be clasped tightly around the hope that we carry. And may this hope, may this hope be the gift that we give to the world in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.